Previously on the Fantastic Worlds Podcast. You will all die by my hand and I will get the revenge I deserve. The sight of the silver glint. I'll make a table out of bodies. <laughs> yes, please. I don't have any tables to hide under. <laughs> I point to him like, see this? This is the fate that befalls any of you wielding silver right now. Like I wasn't feeling useless enough. Avenge your brother, I think not. Uh, cracked rib, normal damage, and one die three con damage. Dustin, you don't get to be excited about the fact that you just almost killed me. We gotta go catch that dragon construct. So you look at Radisek as the flame hits him and it singes his beard. Kill, 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 kill. She's so mad. She's just almost died so many times. I'm Abby, and I've always wanted to bathe in the blood of my enemies. Hello, world's travelers. So this week, I have a lot to tell you. It's all pretty important, so strap in. But for starters, I would like to announce that we are doing a giveaway. We're calling it hashtag world's travelers giveaway. And it's going to be a blast because our friends at Paizo and at Die Hard Dice have given us some pretty cool swag to give away. So three lucky winners are going to receive one set of metal dice, a satin-lined velvet bag full of dice, a square velvet-lined dice tray, a poster of the Reign of Winter Adventure Path, and then Paizo has so generously given us the Advanced Player's Guide Pocket Edition, the Game Mastery Guide Pocket Edition, and the brand new, fabulous, fancy, Wilderness Origins Player's Companion, which sounds super cool. All you have to do is interact with us. Tweet us on Twitter, write a review, or if you already have, send us an email. Our email is info at fantasticworldspod.com. Just send us an email with a screenshot of your review and, you know, tell us hi. Tell us how cool we are. We love that. You can join us on Discord. We have a Discord channel that we started. All you have to do is go to our webpage, fantasticworldspod.com, and click on the little icon for Discord. You can come in and chat us up, ask us questions. You can also log into one of our streams on Twitch and chat with us there. Listen to us be silly and stupid, which is always really fun. If you're feeling super fancy, you can draw us fan art because I honestly will never have enough art of Odessa. It's my favorite thing. And if you do want to join us on one of our Twitch streams, it looks like our roster this week is going to start on Wednesday with Jess at 6 for Monster Hunter World. Thursday, she's going to be streaming Red Dead Redemption 2 on Friday, Dustin at 6 is going to be Kingmaker. Actually, we're all streaming at 6, making it really convenient. On Saturday, I am going to stream Dream Daddy. I've 
already picked out which daddy we are going to try to marry. It's Greg. He's beautiful. So join me on Saturday at six for that. And then on Monday at six, Dustin's going to play some Resident Evil, which looks hella cool. So come join us for that. You absolutely should. And then honestly, the most important part of this whole week is that Jess is going to turn 26 this week. I know you guys hear a lot how much I love Jess. It's a lot. She is honestly one of the most fun people to play Pathfinder with or just talk to in general. I talk to Jess. I bug her constantly. I would bug her so much more if she were closer. I think she's probably thankful that she lives in Sacramento. I hope you have an amazing birthday. I hope your birthday is as amazing as you are, which is incredibly amazing. And I feel so incredibly lucky to have you as my friend and as my teammate in this crazy, crazy podcast that we have started. Anyway, my dear, I hope you have a beautiful birthday, whatever you decide to do with it. Hopefully there's lots of alcohol. And without any further ado, I present to you on this week, Jess's birthday, episode 29, My Fair Braxis. So audience, we unfortunately have three of our cast today are sick as dogs. Uh, so keep in mind, you might have some <laughs> audio differences today. It, like uh, like Kay was saying in chat, it'll be really like thematically appropriate for how like roughed up we are <laughs> roughed at this point. up and just shitty sounding. We yep. are pretty roughed up. Yeah. You guys, you guys are. I, how do you think your characters are feeling? I mean, I, I sent you guys the image of the calendar of where we are. It's only been thirteen days. I that's so crazy. My mind is a little blown by that because we've yeah. been recording for months and we've got months of episodes like in the bag and and it's only been thirteen days. Like, <laughs> well, that's a fucked what up thing fuck? too because like most normal pathfinder sessions are super long like it's a whole day so you go through a couple days in those sessions our sessions it's like we go through like half a day (laughs) so later we come back and it's like it's been seven hours what (laughs) no so there's weeks since we've entered the tower but it was just a couple hours ago yep Mm -hmm. exactly it was yesterday you came into the tower (laughs) yeah because remember you, you guys camped one day in the tower so yeah, it's it's kind of weird. It's only 13 days, but when did we start recording? We started recording in in July. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That sounds yeah. about right. I think that's why it's taking our characters so long to like <laughs> figure certain shit out, like their feelings about certain things and Mhm. Well, you know, yeah, that's Agreed. one of the thing that's one of the things that's always the struggle too is it takes more than a day in any kind of relationship, friendship, love, anything to figure out how you feel about somebody and stuff like that. And you guys are having to do this literally in 13 days over the course of 13 days. And some of you even less than that, because some of you guys didn't come in till day like six. Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Y'all don't know shit about me. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We've known her for like a week and a half. (laughs) Which, which I, I think you guys have been doing a good job of playing that kind of that, that tension part of that. Cause like, you know, when you come into a new group, there's going to be dissent in the ranks. There's not going to be, you know, somebody who might have been a leadership role early on might not be playing as much of a leadership role and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you have to figure out the new dynamic. Yeah. How do you think your characters are feeling about this? Tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't like immediately following that battle with Radisek, mm-hmm. probably mostly tired. Grumpy. <laughs> yeah. 
It's yeah. intense introspection mode for yeah. Manette is really thinking about shit. I know Abraxas is flipping exhausted, and I have, no, I've said it a couple times. Where he's literally okay. soaked in blood, so I'm picturing it has already like yeah. dripped down to his shoes. So he's got the you know when you have the wet socks <laughs> during the winter <laughs> season, Ew, oh. and it's I mean it, he it's caked on. He's Poor recovered Abraxas. magically, but he's taken big old hits. So I'm, he's just I think saturated in it, and he has a keen sense of smell. So I think he just smells it everywhere again he hasn't eaten he's grumpy and as far as the question of like how they're feeling with you know such a short amount of travel with manette i think for braxis it's it's almost off breath of fresh air not to disparage of course pippa in odessa but you know most of their interactions is trying to get it's the my fair lady you know <laughs> having a braxis walk with the books on his head where manette comes in it's <laughs> is fuck yeah we don't need no knives and forks we're gonna pick up this big old rack of ribs and just tear into it so he he feels he kind of you know can kind of put his hair down a little bit is i think has been their interaction as as sandwich buds oh my god that's a hilarious (laughs) analogy i love that Mm -hmm. as soon as you said my fair lady in spain The rain in uh, oh no not the Spain. rain and the Spain. rain in Walsby stays oh the snow in Walsby stays yo I was literally doing that as my vocal warm up that's fucking weird oh really <laughs> yes <laughs> the snow in Taldor stays mainly in the portal <laughs> how kind of you too <laughs> that's not inaccurate okay the title of this episode is my Ferrobraxis. Oh my god. <laughs> I love it. I'm into it. Perfect. I could have ate all night. I could have ate all night. Jesus. Still have gorged some more. <laughs> Look at that plate of wings. I could have ate a thousand things I never ate before. Oh god. Oh my god. Right. Somebody needs to compose that full on. <sighs> Well, let's get started, I think. A slow and steady drip of blood echoes throughout the pale tower. Unmolested by other sounds, it becomes almost deafening. There is not a corner of this tower that is not stained with the blood of your adversaries. Your revelries keep the drip from hitting your ears. If you were listening, you would realize it is not one drip, but dozens, causing an almost synchronized sound throughout the chambers. Hatch can hear your celebratory cries from his hiding spot. He knows what has been happening, as the pipes that intrude his small, hidden room give him ample ability to spy on what's happening in the tower. It is at this moment he chooses to exit. He wanders out to the courtyard. It's not his small figure you see at first, but the sound of the crunching of snow. The sound may have given you pause to prepare for battle yet again, but quickly realize it is your small friend. Your celebration is brought to a halt by a solemn frame. Hatch moves towards Radisek at a slow pace, the small's face twisted in anger and pain. As he gets closer, his pace quickens to a run and uses the momentum to slam his foot into the witch's limp body. He kicks and kicks. You see tears falling from his eyes as he does so. If that was not enough, Hatch takes out a dagger and stabs the dead body over and over while screaming out in anger. When Hatch runs out of breath, he finally stops, drops the dagger to the ground, staining yet another spot with blood, and looks to all of you. Maybe a shock at his reaction causes a moment of pause, a brief reminder of the pain the witches have brought. The silence has returned to the Pale Tower. 
This time you all hear the drip. Damn, Hatch. I think Abraxas would want to say something to uh, Hatch, but he's on a high from, you know, in his mind slaying a Lenorum, which is a big deal for the Ulfin. And he's like doing like celebratory, like fist bump in the air. But he's again so exhausted where I think that just kind of takes the last of him. And he's just going to sit down and catch his breath and finally uh, revert back to man form. And you kind of realize that. He's been wolfed out for a good chunk of time. And I think that gives him a surge of power. Like his stats go up. And I think he's just kind of spent. It's probably that feeling, you know, when you guys ever have a moment of adrenaline where you're just really like energized so much, you're maybe even shaking a little bit. And then that finally goes away and you just feel exhausted. Oh, yeah. 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 It's been a big murder kind of day, I think. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A big murder kind of day. (laughs) I think we're crashing pretty hard. I mean, that was like five episodes of like, we just kind of killed stuff. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Destruction. It's true. That was mostly what we did. So I think like, now that the adrenaline's wearing off, yeah, I think, uh, I know Pip is crashing pretty hard. Yeah. We had some brutal fucking kills too, Mortal Kombat style. I mean, we did talk about that last time, how I keep stabbing people through the neck. Oh God, I know. Big old gushers. Odessa literally blasted off a, yes. a, a Radosek's head last game. So. It's pretty good. Made it rain. Made it, it rain, Radosek. <laughs> Made it rain and it's rain and Radosek. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> uh, what do you guys want to do? Can we search him just to see if there's anything that we can use? Um, why don't you spellcrafty type give me a spellcraft roll and I can tell you sure. what you find. Let's see here. I could aid you, plus two. Yeah, 24, and then with the aid, it's 26. You find quite a few items. You find that icicle wand, the thing he was using to cast uh, icicles at you guys. Uh, It also works as a dagger. Oh. And it has 42 charges on it. Find an amulet of natural armor, plus one. A cloak of resistance, plus one. A ring of protection, plus one. And a spell component couch. A spell, a spell component couch. You find a I was spell like, co- what? A spell component couch? We're going to be riding <laughs> a couch gotta, around. I got to get one of these. A spell component pouch. Uh-huh. Okay. 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 Pippa, you should pop on that ring of resistance and the cloak and everything. Oh, yeah. I That's will, all some sorcerer shit right there. I will definitely take that. And the wand. I think that's an arcane, yep. arcane spell. Yeah. That doubles as a dagger. Like I'm super into it. Hell yeah, yeah get it. <laughs> That's all my stuff. We finally killed a magic guy, which means I get all his shit. That's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. So Odessa's gonna go into the first room in the barracks and just like fucking toss it. What's in there? They are barracks. Basically, you would have probably found weapons and armor in here, but they all wore it to go attack you guys upstairs. Got so, it. so okay. you find like. This you look into the like the different chests and it's your typical storage of stuff. It's not anything special. Is Hatch still stabbing Radisek and itty bitty pieces? He's kind of um his little hiding spot's a little warm for him, so he's actually enjoying the snow. Um well not enjoying the snow, but he's just sitting in the snow. He's gonna just stay there and wait for you guys to come and you know or at least wait until you guys come back and figure out what you guys want to do next. I think it's time we shut that portal down. Uh, I know there's plenty of uh, treasure around, but every second that thing's open, we're having creatures be in ecosystems that they don't belong in. 
I agree. Every second, additional dangers are entering Taldor. Right, you are. Yep, priorities. Completely correct. Thank you, Abraxas. Back up the teleporter pad. Beam me up, Dustin. Why do I have to do it? I don't know. You're the GM. It's your job. <laughs> Not my job to move your characters. Beam, beam me there. <laughs> so you guys arrive back in the chamber. You all had spent a little bit of time here already, and you realize that this is taking a lot of components. Actually, why don't you guys roll me a spellcraft check? Oh, okay. So, so 28. Okay. So Manette, Pippa, and Abraxas, well, Pippa to a less sort. She's still learning to be a magic caster. <laughs> You all, you all put your heads together and you come up with kind of an ingredients list of things you have, you need, and you come up with what you need to say and what you need to do in order to break the portal. The problem is you don't have those components. So, um, yeah. Wait, so what components are we missing? Basically, it's some stuff you would find in a, in like a, an alchemy lab. Is it something that Radisek would have had on him? Because I saw that he had like a bag of... Um, spell ingredients. No, it wouldn't be something you found in a spell component pouch. It might be something that you would find in a storeroom, maybe in this area, because this is where they also created the portal. So you actually, you you know in this room there are three separate rooms. So you guys can choose if you want to explore them all or what do you want to do. Yeah, Yeah, we need to toss all the rooms. We're going to toss toss all the rooms to find the portal area. Let's go have a look-see at the room that Kay already moved Odessa's token into. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming Radisek's bedroom, because there's a like a bed in it. You actually go into the room and you realize that this is probably not Radisek's room. You get what? the impression that this is probably Nazina's bedroom. Oh, ew. You walk in and you see a large <laughs> bed, wardrobe, reading desk, and a bookshelf that take up most of the circular bedroom. You see a carved ice statue of a striking robed woman with an owl on her shoulder. I break it. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> which stands next to an alcove of crystalline <clears throat> tiles. Uh, you do see a small little plaque on the statue. Uh, and then to the, to the east, you see a curtain that hangs in a doorway. Oh, wait, what's the plaque say? Uh, the small plaque says, I bequeath this fine statue to the people of Waldsby to replace that old, disgusting statue that has sat in your town for generations. May my eyes be forever gazing upon your town so that I may provide support if problems ever arise. Throw it out the window. bitch. I wonder what the the statue was before that she, like, found so offensive. Remember um, when you guys first went into Waldsby? It was a statue that was actually probably to uh, like I think it was Desna. Uh, it was oh, like right. it was a religious statue. It wasn't. Oh, I thought that there was already a statue of her. No, it was a statue in the town that mirrored a statue that is in Heldron. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, we knocked it over and yes, broke yeah. whatever w- mirrors in here. <laughs> when you maybe you knock the statue into the mirror. Yep, I'm like, yeah. oh, that's nice. <laughs> Just push. Elbow it over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Beautiful. so that when the statue falls, the head hits the mirror and cracks, and then I think you maybe just jump on the statue once, and the head falls off, and then the, the thing shatters and just shatters on the ground. Odessa, like, picks up the head and just starts, like, carving an ugly face into her face. Yeah, Ew. Manette is extra nice. offended because she, <laughs> no, like, lots of people in her caravan... I mean, Varisians, a lot of them worship Desna, and she has a lot of respect for Desna, so she's pretty pissed off that she would think she's on that level. 
So she's probably just kicking it. <laughs> like a child. Like, fuck you. <laughs> Blasphemer. <laughs> All right, what's in this room other than a bunch of friggin' egotistical bullshit crap? Uh, you don't find anything in the room. You, you move the curtain to the side and you see there is an ice door that is locked behind the curtain. An ice oh. door? A door yeah. made of ice? I cast Detect Magic. I, I sniff the air from magic. It does not sniff or smell magical. Peppa, do you want to try and uh, pick this lock? And if you can't, I can try well, shooting it. I, I got my my experience in this area is generally with doors that are less, you know, made of ice. But I will, I will do my best. Let's. We'll it see still has a normal goes. key lock. It's not like anything special. It's just. Ice. But it but it seems magical. Dustin. Yeah, it's got it's got no magic on it. <laughs> now we're checked. talking to God. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a door of ice. No magic. Okay. That's like a seventeen? Nah. You you in fact you go in and you you almost break your lockpick trying to open it, but you don't. Oh my god. god. They're mastercraft no. lockpicks. They better be good. They better be worth their salt. <laughs> yeah, I uh I don't think I'm gonna be able to get this one open. Just you want to try shooting it? it? Yeah, yeah, shit, why not? All right, let's give her a go, my friends. Do you mind if I try shooting it? Hmm. I think this is not the right time, but <laughs> I'll, I'll take a range check. I'm still check. a little feisty after that fight. And it looks fun. Later on, I okay. promise All right. All right. I will let you shoot my gun. I'm going to okay. hold you to that. I, I know you will. So I rolled an 18 on the dice. Roll me damage. I rolled 12, or my damage was 12. Adessa, you go to like do the, the move that lets you unlock the lock, uh-huh. and you actually miss the lock, and you hit just above the lock, and it in it hits, and then nothing happens for a second, and then you see these cracks start to fold throughout oh, the... God. And it just shatters and falls to the ground. Well, that's not exactly what I had in mind, but... It's one way of doing it. As the door shatters, you hear... Oh, goody. Oh, no. Oh, I see a statue in the room. I bet you it's a magical, evil, talking statue of that freaking shady bitch. gonna be really sassy and withholding. So when it shatters in front of you, you, you look and you see several crates, urns, decanters, and storage boxes that fill up this room. A mirrored vanity and a chair sit next to the east window. A ice statue of a tall, imperious woman stands in the center of the room. As you peer into the room, you see the mouth of the statue begin to move. The uninvited shall wither and die like the frost-covered bloom. No. I'm going to stab her with my spear. No. I, okay. I, I, let's just blast it from here. <laughs> or detect evil first. Let's Whatever. <laughs> Whatever, I guess. Odessa just looks at her and is like, no, we have been through so much today. I don't have time or patience for a talking bitchy statue. Shoot it. Shoot it. Shoot it. Oh my god, could I just like lop its head off with the freaking butt of my gun? There might be a better way to deal with it. We're... Abraxas, oh, Manette, and I are like, okay, so what's the best way to just what? eviscerate the statue? <laughs> what if breaking like, the statue means we me? can't seal the portal? Oh, you're right. Yeah. Okay. You're right. You're right. All right. right. Sorry. I'll talk to it. Just... I'll talk to it. I'll talk to it. I'm as done with this day as you are, but you're, we need to. You're right. I'll talk to it. 
Can we... Okay, so diplomacy roll here. Odessa slumps down in the chair in front of the vanity. Okay, well, since Odessa <laughs> has walked was, into the room, okay. I need her to roll me a will save. Okay. Goody. Oh, okay, that's actually one of her better ones. Oh, it isn't. That is her worst one. Just kidding. Okay, that's a... <laughs> that's her That's her plus one instead of her plus sevens. Um, no. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I rolled 17, so it's an 18. Will save. As you go through past the door, a beam shoots out of the head of the ice statue and into you, and you take a negative six to your con. A negative six? Oh my god, what was a DC? It was DC 19. Oh god. God. All right. Oh my god. Shit. Cool. You should have. We should have given you. Oh, you should have shot it. (laughs) Should have just shot it. I changed my mind, but should have shot it. You all see Odessa walk in and take this blast, and her entire body just turns gray. Like, and it doesn't turn back to color like when you guys lose a little bit of con damage. It is grayer. <clears throat> Minette is going to charge in and, and slam her spear into this statue's face. And I'll do your will save if you want. It's a one-time trap. You don't you don't deal with anything. Oh. Neat. It was cool, a trap. so there's no point in me, but I'm going to do it anyways. I'm going to use a hero point to because that's a ridiculous amount for right now and I don't want it to get any worse. I'm going to use a hero point to rest- to uh, replace my spell with lesser restoration, my one spell per day and I'm going to cast okay. that. Okay. So you and you yeah, you get your two con back that I can heal. I can't heal any of the rest of it. So That's okay. Thank you. Jess. That's at least something. Fuck. I rolled a 3, but I can't heal more than that. So. That's okay. Okay, so from now on, let's. I go through doors first. My saves yeah, are all good. <laughs> I have a plus. My lowest save is a plus six. So, yeah, Manette does literally everything first now. The other thing is when you go into a room where there's a magic creature saying warning, don't increase. Maybe take a second to cast a few like detect magics and trap and finding, trap finding, and that kind of stuff too. Uh, is to be good. fair, I've been running a fever all day. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so well. That has happened. Um, I think, Abraxas, you finish your detect magic spell. Yeah, I'm like, dude, dude. oh, that was really fast. <laughs> so uh, there's all good news, luckily. All the bad news has been dispersed with. And the good news is the entire room is awash with glow. And, except for the statue, it is no longer glowing. <laughs> this place is heavy and lays heavy with enchantment. Other than the statue whose primary enchantment seems to be spent... Adessa, why don't you just uh, have a seat on the bed for a bit and uh... I slam this I even I've already slammed my spear into it, but I'm gonna like slam the spat statue into the ground just with my bare hand, just throw it onto the ground in anger because <laughs> I'm still frustrated and pissed off. What is that statue? So uh, someone roll me a knowledge nobles. I don't think you have knowledge history. I do. I, I got knowledge, knowledge nobility. Oh, me too. Natty 20. Oh. <laughs> so, and then like, uh, so like just 24. While you guys are uh, figuring out the statue, Odessa is actually going to go lay down on the bed. <laughs> yeah, after losing six con, yeah, that makes sense. She's gonna, on top like, of everything else we've done today. She's going to pat uh, Manette on the shoulder and she's like, I'm going <clears> to, <throat> I'm going to go lay down for a minute. I don't feel good. Yeah, if we weren't so awkward, she would be, like, <laughs> carrying you over there. 
<laughs> pats you on the back and is just like, uh, I mean, uh, hopes. <laughs> whoops. Uh, it's only because I just restored some. Yeah, I, I think yeah. the biggest. I think the biggest takeaway you guys have for today is. Witches like to curse. <laughs> Fuck witches. I hate them. Yeah, they're the Abraxas worst. will never trust cookies or statues ever again. Yeah. Cookies or statues. <laughs> this is actually a copy of the statue of that was of ice that Nazina had in the other room. It's basically the same thing. It's with her standing there with a an owl on her shoulder. Oh, somebody's, that's stupid. Somebody's she vain. just like mass made these statues. And it's just like a normal statue of him that, aside from the fact that it had like that protection spell on it. Pretty or? much. Yeah. Stupid. What an asshole. So mad. Well, I mean, All right. this is the most valuable room in this entire building. So it's. I rolled a 19 on perception for tossing this room and figuring out like if there's anything that we can use to break the portal. So looking into a, to the large storage boxes, you see an impressive collection of arcane spell scrolls consisting of two comprehend languages, two scrolls of cure moderate wounds, a scroll of delay poison, a scroll of dispel magic, a scroll of irisini mirror sight, a scroll of remove disease, two scrolls of remove sickness, a scroll of threefold aspect, a scroll of youthful appearance, Oh, this bitch is vain. Wow. <laughs> She's like, I She's keep my vain. plastic surgery scrolls up here too. So, <laughs> Well, and my favorite is uh, I, I had never heard of a scroll of threefold aspect. So I looked that up yeah, and you can actually choose to make yourself youthful, middle age or old. And there's different um, values that change when you do that with that oh. spell. That'd be so useful. Like when you get older, you gain more wisdom, for example. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that makes sense. That sounds like a cool game mechanic. It is a cool game mechanic, yeah. Then you begin to look at these decanters. You see these giant decanters of liquid and realize they are varying draughts of, of potion that have not yet been di- dispensed into individual d- vials. Uh, you see some vials around there, and when you start to pour everything out, you get two potions of cure light wounds, two mm-hmm. potions of enlarged person, three oils of mask dewormer, two potions of reduced person. Uh, you see a massive crate, and this one actually took you some time to open because it was nailed shut, but inside you find 50 trade bars of pure silver, each weighing about 10 pounds and worth 50 gold. Wow. Hmm, okay. Money. Uh, and then you find a locked chest. Do you want to take a go at it there, Pippa? Yeah, I sure do. That was actually a natty 19. Oh, oh hey, look nice. at that. So what's your total? So my total with my disabled device is uh, 23. So you you sit there and you fiddle with the, the picks and you hear a click and you open up. Uh, inside the chest, you find a bag, a small iron coffer, and a heavy blue robe. If you guys want to roll me a spellcraft check, I will just kind of, what you roll, I'll just tell you what you figure out. Yeah, I got a 25... And a 22, so a 27, okay. or a 24, whichever, you you know. <laughs> so so I think you do that. I think Abraxas's detect magic between the two. You guys are able to figure it out. The robe is a robe of useful items with several patches on it. Examining the patches, you find one is a bag, which um, you know from the magic, it holds 100 gold pieces in it. Three patches that look like alchemist fire. 
a ladder patch, an open pit patch, a potion patch, a rowboat patch, a pair of war dogs patch, and a window patch. Holy shit. Awesome. So for those of you who don't know, uh, those patches, you can rip them off and they become useful items. Yeah. That's awesome. I am so excited about that. That's awesome. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, when you look into the bag, you realize it is actually much bigger on the inside. <gasps> it's a bag of it holding. Is, it's a bag of holding type two. <gasps> so now we have two. Now we have three. Uh, the bag itself holds 1,290 gold pieces, 2,198 silver pieces, 2,787 copper pieces. Manette, you realize the, that it's a type two bag because it's very similar in design to yours. Can I have one of those to help with me being encumbered? Clearly, yeah, you need Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Inside the small coffer, you find a pair of feather tokens. One is a bird in a tree, a wand of color spray with 23 charges, and a ring of white and gold set with a large green sapphire. Your spellcraft, Manette, reveals that it is a ring of regeneration. Oh my god. This room oh, no is literally this room just had a such gold a shitty mine. trap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm that open. makes a lot of sense. Uh-huh. I get it now. <laughs> Finally, you see a large cabinet before you. Oh my uh, god, you're not even done. There's a lot of loot in here. <laughs> when you examine the cabinet, you find inside a laboratory's worth of alchemist supplies. You find several completed alchemical items stored on the shelves, including two flasks of acid, three flasks of alchemist fire, two pinches of flash powder, three flasks of liquid ice, three smoke sticks, each marked with a different color, a sunrod, two tanglefoot bags, three thunderstones, 15 tinder twigs in a silver canister worth 50 gold, and three applications of cold iron weapon blanche. Oh my god, I can get wow. some full plate and look like a real paladin. <laughs> Manette's oh. like, when I grow up, I want to be a real paladin. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of just a shitty, rusty weirdo. <laughs> we like but your we patchwork l- armor. I we like love it that too. You're a but shitty, rusty weirdo. You know, she's got to get that plus one armor bonus. Uh huh. <laughs> so inside the portable laboratory, you basically find all the things you need to be able to do the summoning circle. Okay, let's shut it down. Let's shut it down. Shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> Call in response. <laughs> okay. Sorry, too fun. Okay. So you guys finished looking through there. Um, do you want to look through the other rooms or do you want to shut down the portal? Shut I think character-wise, as soon as we have what we need, we would shut down the portal immediately. Yeah, that's yeah. priority number one. Okay. As you guys are doing stuff, it's just going to be like, if it's uh, if it's quite okay with you guys, um, I'm going to stay in this bed while you guys magic. Unfortunately, you are needed for this. Everybody is going to be needed for this, including really? Pat. I'm yes. not a caster. All right, let's do it. This is one of those. This is one of those summoning circle style things. <laughs> the power four will shut this door. The power if, uh... four will shut this door. <laughs> the torta four. The torta four. Yeah. Torta four. <laughs> if uh, if Odessa will let her, Manette is going to carry her. If you're okay with that, I think you're too weak to resist. It's yeah. Not like, she like a Manette like goes to pick her up and Odessa's is like no it's fine and then like she starts to stand up she's like no you're right you're right this is I fine. Just go, shh, 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 shh. 
this is this is a bodyguard moment from uh, that Whitney Houston movie. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, so, All right. thirteen days ago, three of you arrived in Heldron. Pippa, you were looking for a possible new mark, Abraxas on a mission, but never really quite sure what that mission was. Odessa, I think you were looking to escape your past. I would say. You all happened upon a series of events that led you to Manette, a paladin looking for a crusade of sorts to amplify her faith in her deity. Eight days ago, you are all given an even bigger task to eliminate the winter portal once and for all. You arrived at the portal and realized it could not just be turned off, that you had to locate its source. You arrive in Irison and start heading in the direction towards the Pale Tower, Leaving a, t- <laughs> leaving a bloody trail of destruction in your wake. Accurate. Finally, here you all stand in this summoning chamber. And it is here you can finally put an end to Taldor's winter hell. You are all beaten up, hungry, tired. Some would say massive loss of constitution. But Fuck somehow, you, <laughs> you are Fuck all still you, alive. Mr. I think with all the haze clearing as the adrenaline finally normalizes, you are all faced with the fact you always knew may come, but is actually here. Turning off the portal means cutting off your means to get back. Some of you are months, maybe even years away from ever seeing what you consider home again. Um, what, what do you think all your characters are thinking about when that kind of come, that realization comes? I think for Odessa, she kind of... All right, you guys ready for this sound really, really cheesy? (laughs) Do it. Lay it on us. I think right now her home is just with you guys because she's... See, I told you. So, like, I think she doesn't say it out loud, but when she realizes I'm not going to be able to get back and she's not going to be able to get back to, like, the brothel and, like, Absalom hasn't really been her home for a while and she's kind of looking around at you guys and she thinks to herself, like... I have Jim. I have you three. Like, as of right now, you guys are my home. So I'm just going to follow you guys. And as long as I'm with you guys, I'm at home. So, like, shut this fucking portal down. And then she, like, you guys, if you look at her, she kind of has these, you see just, like, for a moment, tears well up in her eyes and then just, like, shuts it down. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no vulnerability today. No. <laughs> Letting Manette was, carry her was one too much. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, for Pippa, yeah, Taldor was her home. Um, her father and her sisters still live there. She had a lot of grand plans for where she wanted to take her career, as it were, <laughs> as a con artist and, and kind of the things that she had been planning to do with all of the money that she had been swindling out from under these people. But that all seems really far away and trivial to her at the moment, kind of in the wake of these overwhelmingly, like undeniably epic quest that they're standing kind of on the, on the brink of completing that that all seems really small and silly to her. And she's also learned a lot about that. Her heritage might not be what she thinks it is. And she's got a lot of clues that say that like Irisen is where she'll find answers uh, for a lot of that. And then to kind of build off of, um, uh, what Kay was saying, it's it's also like, uh, you know, she's known uh, she's known Odessa for about two months now, and Abraxas for about a month, and and Minette just joined them, but she feels a, a certain amount of kinship of 
of ultimate goal with her and and she hasn't really had like friends that actually knew her real name <laughs> in a few years and so she feels like this is this is right this is where she's supposed to be at the right time and she's happy uh, to have the companions she has with her yeah i would say out of everyone pippa's probably had the biggest monkey wrench in her plans oh absolutely <laughs> This is so not what she thought she was ever going to be doing, but she's ultimately it feels right to her. I don't think it ever occurred to me that like no one would have known Pippa's actual name up until this yeah. point. Oh, yeah. You three are the first people to know her real name. In that like quite really some time. messes with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, I I really just like I think we were actually talking about it in chat the other day that Pippa's life is really the only one who like really had her life turned up on its head. Like, Adessa was just gonna, like, yeah. fuck her way up through, like, wherever, and Abraxas was doing something, <laughs> and Manette was just, like, traveling anyway, so all of us were just kind of like, fuck it, whatever, and Pip was like, I have a purpose, I have a plan. Mm-hmm. This was not well, that. Well, I would say Abraxas had a plan, he just didn't really know what that plan was. He was basically told, go south. Mm-hmm. And, you know, That's he's, true. I think out of everybody, well, he's displaced the least because, well, his, this is his ancestral home, so he's yeah. basically coming back home. His family's in the land of the Lenorm King, which is actually closer here than he was in Heldron. And as a druid, his job basically takes him anywhere, and honestly, anywhere he could lay his head down is where he's living at at the moment. Yeah. So for him, I think out of everybody, he feels excited because again he is an arctic druid so his responsibility is to you know protect uh the arctic environments you know the land of cold its animals the balance of it and here's in the thick of it so this is what he's supposed to be doing so he's feeling um kind of like you know all his training has been leading up to this you know i know he's uh i've been putting points in spellcraft a little bit a little bit um with a justification he learned this growing up but it was always numbers dates facts so these are components are used for this and this is the name of this gem and it's known for this and it seemed very remote like learning history when you're a little kid like who cares about these dates but now he's using all that knowledge and it's oh it's been leading up to this and he um he's gaining these powers that are cold related as he's leveling up so he's has this connection to the cold so it's almost that gets stronger the more time that he's here he feels more himself again he spent most of his formative years uh, in just wolf form not even shifting out and now he's had a chance to explore you know being a man you know um, learning how to have dialogue uh, learning social niceties but also you know since Manette joining in uh, feeling okay romping through the snow um, you know, this is his first time he's transformed into uh, his hybrid form. And I want to say probably he did it sometime in his youth. And it felt, he felt really strong. I mean, he was tearing into things and he was just never used to that raw power. And so now, you know, he's getting used to all these three aspects instead of them being, you know, three separate things of what path he's going to take that the three of them are him and he can revel in any one of those. So I think of everybody, he's... He's kind of feeling, I'm in the place where I'm supposed to be, and I want to continue on this path. And of course, I'm surrounded by these awesome people, and each of them are kind of polishing each of those three different aspects that are, you know, him. 
I, I actually have two thoughts as you were saying that. One, you've kind of had a reverse Mulan where these three women have made a man out of you. Uh, I would have that. <laughs> the old man. <laughs> and, uh, the second thing is he probably feels some energy despite being super hungry about the fact that he's about to perform a pretty serious rebalancing of nature too. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah, he's stoked. This was, you know, he was sent, you know, by, for him it was, you know, the most powerful druid he's ever encountered, you know, the leader of his, you know, that, uh, that grove where this is it. He's feeling, yeah, he's feeling, I think he's feeling pretty good. Um, yeah. Feeling pretty yeah. good. What about you I there, Manette? That. I mean, Manette, like you guys said, she was already traveling around, but it, from like her teenage years on, her home was with the caravan, but ultimately it was in Osirian and returning there was always kind of a goal in the back of her mind. Plus, her life in the caravan like changed pretty majorly just before she left. So she was feeling kind of unmoored even before setting out with you guys. And on top of the fact that she was looking for a new goal and a new purpose. And I think there's also the fact that she's suddenly facing all these new things and, you know, has kind of changed her M.O. for this new quest because, well, and then obviously has like faced death a bunch of times <laughs> as that's ha- been happening. So because, you know, like. She has faced evil to a degree, but never to this scale and always in a bigger group. Like if she's fought trolls or zombies or anything, there's been a big group of people backing her up. Um, So to be in a group of four is a very different dynamic for her. And I mean, if you think about it, like the part of the reason she's so diplomatic is because she spent so much more time using trickery and things like that than her martial skills, even though she's a paladin. So like, that's also probably why she isn't higher level, considering how long she's been traveling around and, you know, trying to protect people. You would think she would be much stronger than she is. But, and it's also kind of hitting her that, like, I'm really not that strong, um, considering what I'm supposed to be. So she feels like you guys are kind of her security blanket. And because you've gone through so much together and because she was feeling so lost at sea, even before she set out, she's really like formed this weird bond and really attached herself to this quest. Like she thinks this is her ultimate thing now. Like this is the goal. This is the most important thing to her right now. And yeah. And if she didn't being stuck in that, go into that pyramid that was oddly linked to Syrian, probably amplified it a hundredfold. Oh, yeah. And then having the Jewel of Kepri suddenly show up and feeling like, yeah, this is truly blessed by Kepri. And I, I, this is exactly what was meant to happen. And these people are my destiny, no matter what, you know, kind of differences we have along the way. I, I, she really feels connected with this group. And Jim's just always along for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Jim. Jim actually takes one of the points in the star. Oh, Ooh. I think you guys realize you need a fifth point. Yeah, exactly. And so you're just like, okay, Jim's going to work. So I think you take the better part of an hour or two you're researching again, just double checking. I think Manette and Abraxas and Pippa even to a little bit know that this has to be precise and everything has to be perfect for this to work. And if it doesn't, it could blow you guys up instead of the portal. So I think, um, Manette, I think you gather the components you need from the lab and you set them in mathematically strategic areas and in which you appreciate, you know, as you had mentioned in a previous episode, you actually prefer order in that mathematic 
accuracy. All of you gather at different points on the the pentagram on the floor, and Manette, I think, no, actually, I think Abraxas begins to hum first, and you guys have all been prepared to basically match what he says as he says it. You all start to be mumbling in, you know, what sounds like several different tongues. One waltz be. The clock tower begins again. Manette, you start to repeat Abraxas's words, and then the rest of you follow. Two Waldsby, the seconds start moving towards the twelve, advancing once again. The windows of the tower fly open and a snow flurry rushes in as it forms a tornado in the middle of all of you. Three Waldsby, the ice winds are vicious. You all are able to hold your own, but the ice leaves small cuts on the parts of your body that are exposed to the windy barrage. Four Waldsby. The tornado condenses down and down till it finally forms a long spear of ice with a tip sharp as a diamond. Five Waldsby. The spear floats in the air for a second, then as if it was flung by the gods themselves, breaks through the tower wall and towards the portal. Yonia Tempin was cold and frustrated. She had not heard back from any of you. Reports of the dead summer crops brought concern, and Lady Argentea has left with the promise to bring supplies and support. However, that did not help her town now. That's when she heard it, a loud blast of energy from the woods. She runs outside and watches, and for the first time in nearly two weeks, she feels the summer weather again. The cold weather, the snow, it's being pulled towards the portal at a rapid pace. Within seconds, the green trees hidden underneath begin to appear again, and the icy ground gives way to the grass. Then as soon as the snow is gone, the clock tower bells ring. They also ring in Waltzby, and everyone in the town looks up and stares in silence as the bell tolls for the first time in centuries. They all, in some way, are wondering if this is a good omen or a bad one. Heldred and Waldsby are not the only places the clock tower bells are tolling. In fact, many will look at this day and remember it as the day the clock bells rang around the world. However, at this point, none of you know that. You just hear the clock tower in Waldsby ringing once again. Damn. Who? Well, shit. So... done it. The portal is vanquished. Shit. I think... I think we would all almost just be, like, staring at each other, like, shell-shocked. What the fuck? <laughs> Did it work? <laughs> I mean, I think so. You guys look out the window. You see this frozen atomic bomb mushroom cloud way off into the distance. It's just frozen there, and it's not falling or anything. It's just stuck there, and that's about where the portal is. It basically pulled in all that cold from... Taldor, and just that's what it did to expel it. It just pulled it into a giant mushroom cloud. Holy shit. You have destroyed a massively powerful magical object. That still blows my mind yeah. that it's only been like two weeks. Two weeks. Of us working <laughs> so hard. Yeah. I think at this point, you guys are not even to the drain point. You're just, your body aches to move. That spell took a lot out of you. I think you guys are pretty confident nobody is going to go near the tower. Mainly because if they went inside the front door, they would just see blood everywhere. Uh, <laughs> and they'd know, you better uh, answer. A dead ice dragon and <laughs> blood. Yeah. 
<laughs> you might just want to get out of here. I think you all are fairly confident you could probably stay in this tower overnight because going back to Waldsby at this point, if you want to, you can do that, but it's going to be dark. The sun has fallen down at this point. It, it, no. It's probably about nine or 10 o'clock at night. Odessa is not in a good way. <laughs> Yeah. So you figure out a camping situation. You also have two rooms you haven't explored. You know, they might have more areas for you guys to sleep if you want to, unless you want to sleep on the ground in the center tower. I think we all need to collapse. There doesn't seem to be any danger Nisania's coming back anytime soon. Abraxas, do you think I might be able to convince you to go full doggo and I can cuddle with you and we can go to sleep? That sounds great to me. Nice shift. <laughs> Ready for bed. <laughs> So I'm going to guess that you and Abraxas takes the master bedroom that was Nazina's room because mm-hmm. it has the bigger bed and everybody else. <laughs> I like Manette that you moved your square to the, <laughs> the bigger room onto the bed. You moved her onto the bed. I'm on the bed. <laughs> uh, so, so apparently Manette is taking Radisic's room and I'm guessing Pippa is going to take the other room. Yeah. Okay. So you all go to your prospective rooms, uh, and Abraxas, I'm guessing you're in you're in doggo mode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you might want to like find a water hole real quick and get the blood off of you. Or though, that's a good question. When you go back into dog mode, do you come back as the white bristly or like puppy fur or dog fur, or do you still have the blood on you? You know, I don't know. I know my armor melds into me, so like the gear. Um, disappears. I'm gonna put my bag down and all that other stuff, but I know his armor disappears. But I don't know. It's, I'm just assuming. Peppa, didn't you take prestidigitation? I did. Okay, there you go. That that solves that the the bloody part. Oh, Pippa. Yeah, Pippa. Pippa can just magic it off you. Perfect. Like, she'll, I think she'll finally notice. She'll be like, oh, Abraxas, I'm so sorry. You're like, do you want me to clean you up? <laughs> he gives a little doggy nod. So she's just going to lay a hand on Abraxas's uh, shoulder and uh, this just the kind of the, the sheen, like the rainbow sheen of her magic is just going to kind of wash down his body in like a wave and leave behind it like gleaming, shiny white fur. Oh, yeah. Wet my <laughs> tail. Looking good. <laughs> Killing it. All uh, right. Okay. So <laughs> you all. She can do that for everybody if they want. I think we're all pretty gross. Yeah. Oh, God. Odessa yeah. weekly raises a hand and is like, meet me next, please. <laughs> okay, so I think Pippa cleans everybody up. Yeah. Manette's already asleep, but you sneak in there anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I sneak in here and like put my hand on her head. <laughs> oh, I'm just staring at the ground and sharpening my spear. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, um, so you guys all go to your prospective rooms to tidy up for the night. So I think I think you have like what a triple spoon happening is you have Odessa and then Abraxas curled up around maybe Odessa's stomach and then Jim curled up around <laughs> Abraxas's stomach. <laughs> um, and I think kind of like when they would go and like lay down, Odessa was pro- would probably be like petting the back of Abraxas's head and would just be like, Abraxas, I really want to just say, like, I appreciate that you just let me pet you and hold you and treat you like a dog. And uh, I know you're a grown-ass man, and I respect you like a grown-ass man, but I don't know. It just it makes my heart warm that I get to have a dog because I never got to have a dog growing up. Even though I love them, my mom wouldn't let me because she hated dogs which I think actually is proof that that woman is evil now I kind of get to have a dog 
And that just... It fills a part of me that I... I always kind of wanted. And I had Jim, but Jim's kind of different. He's like, small and cuddly, but you're like, big and fluffy and cuddly. And it just... I just want to say that I, I really appreciate it. Because like... Growing up without a dog really sucked, but now I get to be an adult with a kind of dog. <laughs> and then it's like, and I've spoken too much. And then just goes back to like petting your head and like playing with your ears. I think he, and his first, uh, I think, uh, temptation is to shift out so he could actually, you know, talk to her. But then he's considering it. Instead, he gives, you know, his his tail gives like an excited little wag. And he's kind of thinking because uh, he calls the... You know, the civilized animals, the domestics, that's his, like, thing for them. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of thinking, he's like, okay, no, I've seen him interact. So he does his best kind of doggo, like, the little face lick when they're being affectionate. Aww. And then kneading, kneading the little blanket a little bit ah. to get comfortable. <laughs> he's kneading Jim, too. It's so cute. <laughs> like a little... I, think, I think as that happens, Odessa, at the corner of your eyes on the nightstand, you see like this little glow and when you look over you see a mug of ale <gasps> yeah Odessa starts Odessa starts crying <laughs> <laughs> as you pick it up you see a little thing it says uh, he goes see it doesn't it feel good to talk about that stuff and it says and has a dash C so do you drink it uh yeah <laughs> as you drink each sip some color comes back to your skin and it glows and glows and glows. And you feel like you no longer have a constitution deficit. What? None? Yeah. Whoa, that's oh, a shit. Good Did I drink. waste a hero point? That's a damn good drink. <laughs> no, oh, <Fuck>. I don't. <laughs> oh my god. Thank god. It's fine. It's fine. So emotional availability Thank pays you. off. Uh, okay. We did it, guys. We right. did it. So I think you guys wake up in the morning. And you smell the very familiar smell of bacon. It's somehow wafting up from the floor below. What? Oh Hatch. my gosh. Hatch is You guys smell that? Like, yeah, I, Abrax I do. is literally like gets out of the bed and morphs like yeah, the like animal he totally does. We run into each other as we go oh sprinting God, out. As you guys both run, you're yeah. wearing the, the onesie suits that have the butt <laughs> flap. Yes. <laughs> Both of your butts are hanging out as you're running out. No, I'm totally in loincloth. No, Abraxa sleeps in his armor because he has that feet. He's always All ready right. to go. That's why yeah. when he takes his armor off, he, he definitely needs a good uh, scrub <laughs> down. He'll sleep in it for days. So you guys head downstairs. I, I would say, are you portal downstairs? And you notice that the entire room where all of them literally was a pool of blood at the bottom of the steps because of all the guards you killed. Uh, all, <laughs> all that is gone. Like, Hatch, Hatch, go, don't go into the other rooms. <laughs> um, but he has pushed the table back down. I, actually, no, I'm going to say he leads you guys into the kitchen and one of the tables there. And you see all these breakfast items. And he's like, I also found these cookies. And he sends them to No. 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 Braxis just knocks them out. <laughs> uh, no. throws them out the window outside. We're all stomping on them. <laughs> Hatch feels like, a little hurt. He's just like, oh, no. no. They're cursed. Oh. You didn't did you eat, eat any? Me, oh, right? my God, Hatch. Did you eat any? I didn't eat the cookies. They smelled weird. Oh, oh thank <sighs> thank the gas. You're smarter oh. than us, man. Ooh, at least one of us doesn't have to suffer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, anyway, you see all this food, and so you guys you guys can sit down and eat. Hatch, bless it- you. Everybody, 
Be careful not to eat too much. It's. I already have like you eight know. slices of bacon in my oh, mouth. Oh yeah, I'm like I looking look at, at one you? tenderly, <laughs> lust, lustfully looking at the bacon and just like slowly putting it on my tongue, just making love to this piece of bacon. Oh, As it comes into your ash. mouth, unfortunately, it tastes like ash. Son of a bitch! I fucking break something. Ugh. Yeah, he just Wait, fucking does knocked Odessa shit over. Still have that curse on her since she drank the ale last night. Unfortunately, yes. Okay, I just wanted I'm to crying. know. To what oh, extent? Yeah. This was a restore, restore constitution kind of thing, not a right. not a not a like oh. cure curse. <laughs> I, I would say that it's probably been a few hours. Um, I think you guys. Day. I think you guys have a, kind of had some time to examine maybe one of the cookies and figure out the spell and break it down and spellcraft and try to figure it out. And you realize that you're probably going to be stuck with this for the next six days or well, four point five days. At this point, oh Jesus! Oh, Abraxas is throwing a tantrum. One, he's fucking hungry. He's never, ever, ever gone this long without eating, other than that, you know, harsh winter as a young pup. And the summer solstice is coming up, which is his, like, a thing for him. So he has to be starving through the solstice. He's he he's throwing a tantrum, breaking shit in. The kitchen. I, I need you all to roll me a DC 12 and Hatch is looking very dejected. He has no idea what's going on and he doesn't understand why you guys are so upset. I mean, I assume we explained yeah. it to him when we told him about the cookies that we ate. Like, the cookies are cursed. We ate them. We're cursed. What? I do, Hatch doesn't understand. What What curse did you get? It's these we're, of ashes. I can't. Pippa. 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 I can't. I can't even right now. We Just, can't. It, it apparently, from what we've been able to parse, uh, means that we can't uh, feel full or like we've actually eaten for, uh, well, a few days. So our tampers, our tampers are a little thin at the moment. So y'all took a bite, so I need y'all to roll a fortitude save. Yeah, I, mean, I rolled 26. a natty 20. So. Yeah, me too. That, I totally rolled a yeah, 26. <laughs> Sandwich buddies. Swage. That's, that's 20. I got a 14. Yeah, you all passed. So none of you are nauseated. I thank you for the thought. Make a breakfast for us, but it's not its not going to help us for a few days. Abraxas well, already left the room, and all you just hear him breaking shit in the other room. He's in the dining yeah. room, breaking chairs, swearing in all the languages he knows. Yeah. And yeah, just breaking just, shit. <laughs> you just hear, breaking like, distant shit. screaming from another room as Manette is just, like, pa- pummeling the wall, pummeling the wall. Just, like... <gasps> Some of us are <laughs> like the gods have abandoned us. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a shitty spell. We're gonna be fuck in bad shape in a couple of days, or even at the end of it. Yeah, yeah. I think Abraxas will eventually settle down. You, he'll have like an hour of uh, quiet as he sets up his he sets up his little stone with a little apple seed to do his spells for the day. He calms down as he's oh yeah, and we does do his meditation. I usually do my calisthenics next to you and do my praying. <laughs> That's the only thing we're like trying to calm the fuck down. (laughs) And like Odessa watches you guys for a bit and then turns to Pippa and is like, hey, so how would you feel about doing some target practice with me? Oh my god. I think that's exactly what I need to take off my own feelings of aggression and food-related upsetness. Okay, so I'm gonna let you. I'm a halfling. We eat a lot. The fact that I can't eat right now, I might cry. All right, Pippa. 
I'm going to let you shoot my gun, okay. but the recoil is pretty intense. So what I'm going to do, so I'm going to crouch right. behind you and okay. I'm going to catch you when it blows you backwards. How's that sound? All right. <laughs> that sounds very reasonable. As Hatch hears that you're going to do this and knowing what your gun can do, he brings out a stack full of teacups and he turns the chairs around that are at that table and he stacks the teacups on the, or he stacks the cups and some wine bottles on the chairs for target practice. Pippa is so excited. She's been wanting to ask Odessa if she can do this for two months <laughs> since they met. I guess it's all, it's like get it, it's getting closer to three months since they met now. And so she's been just been like, wait for your moment. She has to trust you. (laughs) (laughs) Don't ask too soon. (laughs) So because she is a um, gun scavenger, her gun is really wonky looking. Like, it's bright pink. There's like ribbons and shit on it. There's like lace and crap that's literally just holding shit together. Um, So you see her kind of like tap a few things and like tighten a few things and then like kind of pulls and she's like okay so i am going to literally pull your body against mine and like kind of like okay you know in every rom-com ever or like in ghost where they're like holding each other oh absolutely like during <laughs> yeah, the pottery exactly. scene yeah it's like that <laughs> except for a really powerful weapon Perfect. and like <laughs> braces it against your shoulder and then braces your shoulder against her shoulder and then realizes that you're not left-handed uh-huh. and then has to readjust to your right hand. And she's like, I'm really sorry. I'm left-handed. Now everything's wonky. It'll be fine, though. So do, so how big is the gun? Like, because Pippa's, Pippa's a small size category creature. Like, does, do her hands even, like, fit? Odessa's going to have to hold the barrel, basically. Okay. To ho- let you <laughs> shoot the gun. <laughs> so she's going to hold the gun and you're literally just going to pull the trigger. Oh my god, I'm so excited. So, (laughs) alright. Alright, Pippa. All you gotta do is pull the trigger and just, and like brace your butt, you know, like in your thighs, just like really brace yourself and in your core. Alright? Can you do that? Okay. Pippa's doing her best to like keep up with the instructions. She's so excited. She's kind of shaking a little bit. She's also hungry, so she's kind (laughs) of shaking a little bit. Alright, Pippa, are you ready? On the count of three, I'm gonna have you pull the trigger. Are you ready? Okay. Alright. One... (laughs) Two, three. And Pippa just like squeezes that trigger probably way too hard. Like she got too excited. Like her, so she like literally like yanked her arm back to get the trigger. So roll me a d20 there, (laughs) Pippa. I get to shoot the gun. 12, I rolled a 12. You fire the gun and you feel this searing pain. Like I'm going to say it actually dislocates your shoulder. Oh boy. When it, the the kickback. But you feel this rapid amount of power go and your, your eyes are closed because the noise is so loud and you're just so kind of freaked out. But at the same time, and you fire the gun and you open your eyes and you look to see the Fantastic Worlds podcast is a Fantastic Pods production. I'd like to thank Amy Hankinson for writing our wonderful right. theme song. Okay. Sure. Sirenscape for use of the sound effects and music. Paizo for the wonderful rain of Is it my turn for con damage? Path. I wonder if that's and going to be yeah. Yeah. Adessa can like pop our that opener the next right episode. Back in. She's done that so many times. Don't even worry. Until, <laughs> until, <Okay>. next, <laughs> until next week, I am Dustin Alexander. You can reach me on Twitter and Instagram at Dustin Alexander. I'm Abby. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Bonanza Famine. Uh, this is Angel. You can reach me on Twitter and Instagram as well at Espinoza916. 
This is Kay, and you can reach me on Twitter and Instagram at She's Lady Macbeth. This is Jess. Catch me on Twitter at Hank the Clank. Please remember to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. Follow us and share on social media. If you do share, use the hashtag World's Traveler so we can thank you for spreading the word. Your support makes an, a tremendous difference. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, I hope you have many fantastic adventures. What do you all oh want to do? Oh my god, Jess. <laughs> I just saw that. <laughs> Love Dragon's Blood. I was thinking about it. I'm like, he made shaved ice and <laughs> of that dragon. So Jess in our chat room has written, Abraxas <laughs> is covered in shaved ice from the dragon, blood-flavored shaved ice. Um, that's kind of funny because my favorite shaved fi- ice flavor is tiger's blood, but apparently this yes. is... Uh, oh, you know, blood is good. <laughs> mm-hmm. we could call this one dragon's blood, I guess. Or <laughs> hey, I think is dragon's flavor blood too? shaved ice. It is, yeah. Is it? Oh, wow. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh, I had it at the that one honey festival, uh, Abbey. Yeah. Over oh. in Woodland, they had they, they had, had a dragon's blood flavor. <laughs> yeah. Although this is not a dragon's blood, this is the blood of your enemy's blood. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's witch well, blood <laughs> that is also a dragon. <laughs> Can you imagine if we had like a flying couch that we rode around? I wish like that Wizard of Oz. Oh, I was going with the most bed knobs and broomsticks for that one. Oh, god. Yes. oh my god! <laughs> Speaking of more musicals, uh, but yeah, um, so it's going to be a, our musical reference episode. <laughs> yep. Yes.